Welcome back to another episode of Classic Mix-Up Podcast. We're back here, episode 15. Uh, yeah, I'm Rosario. And I'm Riley. And yeah, we got a special episode today. We're talking about some good albums. Some mm-hmm. We got a little bit of a theme going, too, so it should be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. How's it been? How's it going? Good? Pretty good. Just... Uh, Enjoying the weather. It's actually nice here. Nice you can day. see it's very, it's very bright. The There's actual sun. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's rare. So uh, happy about that. But yeah, just uh, having a decent weekend. We're recording this on the weekend, which isn't really no, normal. But it's part of the week. We, yeah, but no, this is cool. I like I like having a little bit of light come in. So yeah, you know. Yeah, how about you, dude? It's going good. You know, uh, got some stuff settled with school stuff. Uh, you know, hanging getting some work done i got i worked this week i usually don't work this on the week but uh like i usually work on the weekends but got to do a little work and then i don't have work on the weekend so i'm like that's awesome and then yeah, uh, yeah i had some time to listen to the music and um nice yeah i've been listening to a ton of stuff to be honest i've been getting kind of weird that's with great. it yeah that's great yeah no i i've kind of like this past like week i guess uh, i've just kind of been bouncing around to like old music and stuff Cool. Um, I mean, I guess we'll get into that. You know, we do our little breakdown at the end. Yeah, we always we'll do that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, well, sweet, dude. Uh, uh, anything else? Anything of note? Any news? Any nothing? Music? Not news? really. Uh, nothing, no. not, nothing not music related, I guess. But yeah, I got, I yeah. Don't, I don't have much to do. I kind of just like, yeah, I guess we can just kind of, yeah, we can get into it. We can um, introduce our special guest for the day if you want to do that. Yeah, so in last week's episode, uh, we kind of mentioned that we'll, we'll have on a special guest that is more informed on the albums than me and Rosario are, um, and that's my girlfriend, Abby, so we're going to welcome, welcome her on the podcast. Woo! Come on. She's, She's hiding. hiding. Wow, Did grand you know? entrance. That was great. Hi. Hi, welcome. Yeah, welcome on. First time on. Um, so, yeah, Abby's more into the music that we are. We... Yeah, yeah, tilted. Go ahead. So For those who it. are listening, we do a YouTube uh, uh, video for video. our podcast, too, at Classic Mixup or, you know, Classic Mixup on YouTube, and you can on see YouTube. our videos. So, um, but I guess the reason why we're having Abby on is that she's a little more familiar with the the people, the bands, and the, the artists that we are talking about this week, because Especially me, Rosario. I'm not, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a big. You're not, you're not really, you don't really partake in the, in the, the, whatever you call this. I don't know. What, what genre would you call this? What it's would you part, call this? Like, neo-folk. I think neo that's folk? what that's I've heard good... it be called, but it's yeah. mostly just. So I guess, I guess, I guess this is our, this is our corner into uh, neo-folk with our two albums this week and uh, i gave rosario capacity by big thief and he gave me stranger in the alps by phoebe, phoebe bridges. bridges yeah so and is this your first time hearing both of those or first yes, time hearing first time okay. hearing both i know you, okay. you listen to the phoebe album a bunch right and um, i've just i i had to jump in i, I yeah postpone the inevitable yeah right so I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of phoebe bridgers and i understand that abby is too so 
Yeah, that's kind that's of why we our... have around here because I'm not going to be any help with the Phoebe Bridger stuff, the the content, the lyrics, the good songs. Yeah, it gets kind of deep, man. It gets kind of deep. So okay, because I don't know. So I guess we could start out with the Big Thief album if you want to do that. So yeah, think... that's that's what we were planning on. Okay, okay. But uh, um, yeah, so okay. I guess so, uh, uh, so so basically, so this is your first time hearing it too, then, right? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 did Abby? Did you have him pick this then? Um, did you pick this because I was like, you need to listen yeah. to this album? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I was wondering. Yep. Yeah, um, it was. It was because of that. Yeah. This is. I don't know if it's my. I don't think I have like a favorite Big Thief album. It probably like the the Dragon New War Mountain. I believe in you is my favorite right now but that's their yeah. newest one we've talked about that um, album before yeah yeah very good it was on my I top saw, 10 albums of 2022 yeah i did see big thief live last year so okay, I, guess, cool. I don't know if there was any songs from um capacity, capacity. they played i think they played um i'm they played like a different set because i think like um adrian like hurt her back or something and she was singer. yeah uh, the lead singer adrian lenker she like hurt her back so she was like okay. sitting down playing mm. the guitar instead of standing up so they played like more of their like low-key songs i'm pretty sure they played mary which is like one of okay cool yeah right? i really like that song that's that's cool i'm trying to get to more more live shows man everyone's been to all these cool concerts we should go we oh, all oh, should boy go genius. to boy genius and yeah I was yeah. talking to I was talking so my friend uh, up here, his sister's in town this week, hanging out with him. His his family's here, and uh, we were talking about that Boy Genius Claro Dijon concert. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Columbus is a ways away. Okay, I mean, hey, I don't know, not man. For, us, for you, it's farther, but well, for me, it's. <laughs> long ways away from here but it's in june so i'll be in yeah I'll he'll be, be home yeah no it's yeah. only a couple hours i think it's I like i think it's like a good four or five hours but hey, we, we're probably going i know? think it's only i don't know from Detroit, I, just to see claro hey just to see claro Rosario, to, i don't know man well okay so this is why we also why we had avion because she's familiar with our little like transitional like topic at the end so you yeah, know, we'll yeah. Probably talk about boy genius but sticking yeah. back oh yeah i started talking about yeah no it's okay no, no. it's okay it's good little talk about whatever should i talk about like my favorite song oh yeah so i'll break it down so uh so how we usually do it is that you know we uh start off a little more general yeah so we'll talk general uh you know 2017 album by big thief they're a you know a pretty big folks new folk staple as I, you know, I, I learn more about folk and you learn more about folk, Rosario. Wouldn't you agree with that? That like they're pretty big yeah. staple in the Especially folk. Especially yeah. their new album is like. Yeah, it blew up. Yeah. So I, you know, found them was their new album. And um, which is cool. And I put that on my top, I think it was my eighth top album of 20. Yeah, their new album had a lot of traction when it came out, which is the first time that I had heard of them. So I, I listened to that. Um and I thought it was pretty good. I never really went back to it, probably mostly because of the length of it. Mm. So I, I found that capacity was a lot easier for me to like. I listened to it a few times, and it was a lot easier for me to like get into it and, and listen to it more. Yeah. And uh, so I'd say that quality of it made me like it a little more than their newest album, the Dragon New Warm Mountain, whatever whatever yeah. it's called. But um, yeah, overall, overall, I thought this album was pretty cool. I think it was pretty, pretty uh, like you know, which is a normal 
thing in folk music for them used to be pretty heavy, like pretty deep, pretty sad. I think most of the album is talking about like, uh, I think Adrian's childhood and like a lot of hardships she faced in her childhood, which some of the stuff she gets into on here feels really like, you know, really sad, which is also true for the Phoebe Bridgers album. So it was kind of a somber week listening oh, to these. Melancholic. It was. The it, it was. Yeah. But that's yeah. a good vibe sometimes. Introspe- be introspective. and kind It of was like- introspective. Yeah. Um, do you, ha- what do you think about the same thing or, or what? Yeah, no, like I, it? I, like, I love big thief. So I like, okay. I, I don't know. I, I really liked their music. It was a lot of like, uh, a lot of the same kind of, uh, I guess, progressions. I love the lyrics. I love the way that, uh, the lead singer sings. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very like unorthodox. Yeah. But also I think beautiful. the first time, at least for me, the first time I heard like Adrian Lenker's voice, Cause she does have solo stuff as well. And I think I heard her solo stuff before, like her solo stuff. She leans more into that. Like, I don't know. What would like pitchy voice? Like she's very like, yeah, she doesn't, she's I mean, really she has a unique voice. It's gravelly yeah. almost, but, you know, but also, yeah, soft, but gravelly. And um, when you first hear, especially on this album, she, I feel like she leans into it a lot on some mm-hmm. songs like Mary. Um, You're like, Ooh, I don't know if I like that. But then, like, you're like, oh, like this. Yeah, a lot of songs on the album are kind of uncomfortable. Would you say that's kind of yeah? There's like some lyrics that are lyrically. I was like, ooh, and but it like it works. I think. Yeah, I would agree. I would say that like the the way that the songs are written, or I almost find myself getting intrigued by a lyric, especially on this album. Oh, I guess both albums did this to me, where I got intrigued by the lyric, the first half of like the sentence, let's say. And then they shoot. They would add, or like she would add something more dark, or like, or maybe like switch it up a bit. Like you would maybe something you would expect the sentence to go, and it's more intense or more emotional, and like it kind of subverts your like expectations a little bit and goes in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, One thing. One thing I learned kind of on that topic is um, that Adrian considers her creative process like very like she considers it like she said it's considered like divine intervention. Mm-hmm. which means she basically like feels something like take over her and she just kind of like whatever comes out of that comes out of it. And I think that causes her to write these kind of more interesting and, and vague lyrics. And I think that style is pretty apparent in the writing. Like uh, it's kind of typical for folk music to have a more vague rather than direct like lyrical mm-hmm. style and be more on the cryptic side. But I think it works for this album because it adds to that kind of melancholic and like psychedelic tone that the album has. Having the writing be like kind of vague and confusing really adds to that and set kind of sets it apart. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I I definitely I liked the I don't know. I I really liked the songs that sounded different from each other. Like because I feel like a lot of times when you have like a lot of acoustic music it can it has a lot of the same chord progressions or like strumming patterns so like it just like it'll bore me sometimes but i love right. it because it did switch it up and i think that's what i like about big thief a lot is that they have a song a few songs that aren't like the all the other songs so like it yeah it wasn't too repetitive yeah and i i think the lead guitarist is Buckmeek, which is um, actually Adrian Lenker's ex-husband. They were married. Oh, wow. And they're still in the band together. Yeah, they still play together. They have an album together, too. That's cool. Um, Yeah, I just... just, 
Adrian Lenker is just such a strange person. To yeah, I think. Well, I think to make to make good music, you have to be a little a little different. She, you know what I mean? Yeah. She was also. She. I don't know if they were like. I don't think they were ever. They might have been engaged, but I don't know for sure. But she was. I've never listened to Indigo Sparkle, but she's like another. Um, she makes like the same kind of music, but I think okay. they a little better, honestly. But they they were together. That was like after she got a divorce, and then mm-hmm. like I think her solo stuff was about that relationship. And but this one is like I think Capacity is pre-divorce, right? Okay, because so most the a lot of. I think what you said earlier, it's about it's a lot about her childhood and yeah. things. Like even the cover is like I think yeah. that's her as a baby. And I don't know who I think it's her brother holding her. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like from what I understand that she had a pretty rough childhood. Um her mother had her when she was very young. Yeah. And uh she described kind of growing up on the song Mythological Beauty, which is probably my favorite song. Yeah. She described she described the process of like growing up with her mother being so young and and not even being her mother's only child and she talks about a lot of like a lot of heavy and emotional subjects like mm-hmm. obviously the the parenting and the childhood part uh, she talks about like masculinity and femininity on here she talks about like getting stalked in one of the songs like definitely a lot of different kind of out there things mm-hmm. but uh, it's cool that she's able to capture all those feelings and all those life experiences into music and. Obviously, it takes a talent to do that. So, yeah, I was impressed by this. Yeah, I think that she's definitely one of the most. I was just talking about this with my friend Andrew. We always like we sit in his car and we listen to just like Big Thief and Phoebe, like exclusive yeah. Big Thief and Phoebe Bridgers, and we just sit there. And we're like, oh my god, like they're she's a genius. <laughs> they are. They are. It's. It's. Yeah, I think, for me at least. Phoebe Bridgers and Adrian Lenker are like my favorite songwriters of like all time. Like I, well, I'm glad. No we one. Had you on what about Elliot Smith? So he's one of my favorites too. But my, alive. it's hard to narrow down your favorites. Alive, but they're definitely. So, so Riley, you agree on Mythological Beauty being the best track or what? Yeah, I in I'm not super big on long tracks, but. I mean, I loved Mythological I loved the lyrics. I loved the middle part because it switches up. I yeah, think, is that I the think... song? It's like kind of switches up pace yeah. and her voice is very, she kind of breaks her voice a lot. And yeah. That. And I mean, I like really picked up on, I mean, I picked up on the subject matter of it being her like childhood, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a, you know, I'm more of a sound guy. Not like an, I analyze. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've definitely gotten better at actually listening to lyrics because of the podcast. So okay. I really tried to listen to the lyrics and I um I liked what was interesting is I'm just realizing that like I liked I don't know I I didn't really like I liked the songs that were like kind of random. I loved Black Diamonds to end the album. Like I think okay. I was listening to the album and I was like, "Whoa." Like I listened to it and I was like, "Okay, this is like beautiful. Like this this progression of songs." And I don't know like I, I thought it was interesting that they have a song "Shark Smile" and then "Great White Shark." I was thinking the same thing. I was trying to decide if that was a coincidence or what. I don't. I think it I, was. She right? uses a lot of the same themes and 
okay. just like lyrics. Like I don't think it's I don't think it's on this album. I think it's on um what what is it? The following one. But she reuses or no 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 Dragon New Warm Mountain. She mm-hmm. uses she sings. She has that that lyric is in like I think like three of her songs and then she has the album title and the actual song. Yeah, well, I was I was thinking about it because I'm not so much on this album, but a lot of stuff on this album seems like it's really intentionally placed. So I was kind of trying to figure out if there was. That's what I'm going back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm looking at the lyrics of both of the songs to see if they had any similarities. Uh, I, 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 it seems like a weird coincidence, but. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like Shark Smile is, seems very much like, like, I mean, like, it's very, like, she was a, she was a shark smile in a yellow van. She came around and I, st- I stole a glance. Like, it's kind of like a very, like, more innocent themed song. And the Great White Shark was more of like, has more to like, more, int- like, very, like, abstract or lyrics i guess right they're not they're not like that similar songs right a little darker so it could be connected i don't it know could be potentially connected i love the lyrics though i think but i think each song kind of tells its own little story too that's what i think i like about like mm. the writing too yeah that. very focused yeah it's it's and it's like kind of like the depending on your mood too you could like listen to these songs in different like scenarios like if you're yeah definitely wanting to be more like down or like if you're in a down mood you could listen to the lyrics and it could like make you think broader or if you're like wanting to be more like oh we're driving through the the forest on a summer day and like put this on you know and, like that's yeah. that's what about this album it's like it's very versatile too so, yeah what is your what are your My guys' favorite top three? Tracks? Yeah, top three. Go ahead. Yeah, we can. I can. I can talk about uh, a couple here. So yeah. I know we we mentioned um, mythological beauty a little bit. That's definitely my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I love the subject matter. I love kind of just the emotions that she goes into on this track. Uh, I love the lyrics in the first verse where she says, "There's a child inside you who's trying to raise a child in me." That mm-hmm. kind of just just stuck with me for some reason. I feel like that was a really good concise way of of saying what she was trying to say and it, it's definitely a good pick for a uh, lead single which it was for this album because yep. uh it's pretty catchy and uh overall just a great song to i guess just detail her her hardships and whatnot um and then as far as another couple tracks to highlight i'll i'll say mary we mentioned that one also mm. i think it's a pretty pretty much like a perfect like piano ballad like i think that's like a great spot on the track list to have that and a great like inclusion for the album um great songwriting vivid lyrics and uh yeah just the way she she delivers the lyrics over the piano is is great and then if i had to round up my top three um i'd probably say maybe watering or coma but uh, i'm not not really sure between those i thought coma was a really interesting song yeah very thought provoking in the in the writing yeah, I uh, if I had a top three, it would be um, mythological beauty. Uh, I don't know. I'm stuck. I like. I really like the song Haley a lot. Yeah, I have that one noted also. Um, I liked Coma, 
and black diamonds i think so like Cold yeah and black diamonds are like my top three like, you know. let, let me ask your guys' opinion on on one thing real quick. Um, one thing that so I listened to this album twice, and both times that I heard the song "Watering," it sounds exactly like 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. Did you did you hear that or no? Listen to just real quick. Listen to the, just the beginning. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I I might be crazy. I don't know much about guitar, but it sounds like the exact same. The tone, the tone, and the notes like are like down, and it's. Not... I love that song. It's just like the very the very beginning sounds just like the yeah. very beginning of 1979. And both times I heard it, I, that's what I immediately thought of. So maybe that's yeah. why I like it so much. I don't the know. tone and the it's probably the same note i think it's the same notes it sounds a little different like maybe it's yeah. tuned different or something but well, it sounds so in the smashing pumpkin song they go probably go up higher so like the note the so the, and the it's jun, more jun, produced jun, jun, like this jun, one is jun. more stripped back yeah that, yeah that, that's definitely true like, i'm not saying yeah. it it sounds exactly like i guess it's more yeah. of it's just i think it is the same notes so i don't know because i don't know anything yeah. about i think i think also in the smashing pumpkin song it's more like there's four notes in the Smashing Pumpkins thing because it's jun 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 jun, where like that's like jun jun jun. Yeah, yeah. Jun, 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 you might be right. I just yeah. I, I could not get that out of my. I listened to it like six times. I cannot get it out of my head. So I just had to get that out. Yeah. Out. I mean, this is we're a music podcast. We gotta like. Yeah. I've never I never noticed that. That's yeah. funny. Okay. Yeah, I, I could not unhear it. So. I wish I would have taken notes of this album because I had a lot of little things that I, don't, this I noticed. Is like, I just, there are a lot of little things. I think that's like a part of Adrian's like songwriting. Like there's like, there'll be like, I'll like fixate on one song and I'll be like, oh, I love this song yeah. for like months. And then I'll like go back and maybe listen to like one of like a whole album. And I'm like, I forgot that this song exists and I forgot it. Yeah, like, totally. There's a lot of little details and stuff. Like there's just so many little things that you don't even like. You don't even. I sometimes don't even notice, and it's not until like I probably have been listening to this album for like probably like almost three years, and it's like I still am like discovering new things. Yeah, that's amazing though. I I love that type of relationship with an album personally, but because I listened to it, like I said, I listened to it twice, and I took pretty heavy notes because there's just so much going on and so many little hidden things. And I, like I said earlier, I think everything was very intentionally placed. I think the track list was intentionally curated that way. And I think all the little just cues in the writing were intentionally placed. And like, yeah, like for example, I, I wrote a lot about the song coma. It's not like my favorite song, but it was a song that I broke, broke down the most in terms of being like well thought out and, and very intentionally placed. And I think it's pretty interesting that the title is obviously called called coma and it's about the feelings of like being of the numbness and the confusion of being in a coma and all that. It's also though the only the second and uh, only other acoustic song on the album other than the opening track. And so along with the vocals are kind of filtered with like an ominous effect. It's like simulating the feelings of being in a coma. And I like listened to that song a, a few times, like just trying to figure out what made it. That's cool. Like, feel like that and i kind of came to that conclusion i thought it was very well done like very i don't know it sounds kind of corny but it was just very well thought out like very intentionally made no that and 100 i would say that that song is definitely like a topic song like it's like 
they i think they came in it's like a very artsy song i wrote that song to be like you know okay while you're writing that topic you probably are playing the music and you probably you know like oh let's do this or let's do this or maybe they have thought who knows that's a great that's a great song i didn't yeah like that that's adrian and the other the other band members are definitely very like very aware and very very talented with that kind of stuff i would recommend their tiny desk concert oh my god okay but yeah i haven't seen they have the their newest one is so cool because they're at home they'd like the at home desk like weird little like a frame a frame room interesting yeah it was really good so i'd recommend that for you so i guess uh for what would we recommend for people listening what top three what we end Gosh, up? I'd say Mythological Beauty is the easiest song to like pick up and listen, personally. Definitely my favorite song is, at least right now, it changes all the time, it's definitely Mary. Mm-hmm. I just think, I just like how, like, how hushed mm-hmm. it is and like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. There isn't a bad song really no. on this album. It's I would agree. Kind of, honestly, no skips, but that's how every Big Thief album is. Like, I agree. Yeah. Well, my I guess nice. the top three, I'll round out the third is a black time. I think it's yeah. a great song down the album. It kind of even that ending progression and how it wraps up is just beautiful. And I was like, whoa! I played that song for my like grandpa one time, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, this is beautiful." It's like that. It's a That's really, cool. I think that one's a little more toned down. Like if you were just mm. beginning to get into Big Thief, that would be. Mm maybe the one to listen to it's i don't know it's one of their most popular their most popular on this album and one of the most popular songs is no it's mythological beauty yeah mythological beauty and mary are both kind of more more like indie rock than like that stripped back kind of folk lo-fi like como was so they're maybe a little easier listening but um you know i say this all the time for a lot of the albums that we talk about is like it's a pretty short and easy to listen to album. Like yeah, I would, I would give it a go. It's very digestible, and you know, it's I I like Big Thief, and so it's like yeah. I'm liking them even more too because I love the lyricism. I love her voice. Her voice is awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty unique, and they have a pretty. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They have a pretty big discography, I think, and I haven't really gotten into what, it yet. They have five albums, and then Adrian herself has solo. I think like three solo albums. One of them are two full-length albums, and then um, no, she has an instrumental album, like the one with like the flowers on it with her grandma's okay. painting. And then I think the other one is called. I haven't really listened to that one a whole lot. It's called like Abyss, Abyssius or something, Abyss something. Um, and then she has an album with her ex-husband, Buck. And that's a re- that is a really good album. I love that one. Yeah, so plenty to to dive into here. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I guess that wraps it up for capacity. By yeah, pretty much. Big Thief, great album. I recommend it. Everybody should listen to it. Uh, great, great fun. Listen to good introspective piece. So yeah, if you want to move on to yeah. what you gave me, Rosario. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, say my little piece about it, and then we can let Abby give her take. So, yes, I, I gave Riley Stranger in the Alps by Phoebe Bridgers, which is a, a pretty famous album. It's the debut of the folk-slash-pop-slash-rock singer Phoebe Bridgers. Um, 
it's a super emotional album kind of i'd say underrated in the writing but still definitely considered one of the best sad albums of the the recent years and uh yeah, it's one that I found uh, over this past summer when I was getting into more like folk music and this indie different type of stuff for me. And I listened to it while I was delivering pizza. And right off the bat, I'm like, man, this album is insane. So <laughs> I went home, listened to it more. And now, yeah, I kind of listen to it all the time. And when Riley said, oh, hey, we're going to, you know, do an episode where we talk about Capacity by Big Thief because my girlfriend wants to come on. I'm like, okay, well, I know she loves phoebe bridgers and riley has to hear it so i i have never listened to this album and i'm a i i wouldn't say i'm a hater of phoebe bridgers i just i i'm not it's just never not, gotten into it well it's just i've never it just hasn't lined up with me some people just don't it's just like care for her and i i one of my one of my friends was like we were talking about music and she is like <laughs> really into music her dad is like a producer or something dang and i was talking to her and i was like i was like do you, i asked her if she like liked Phoebe bridgers because i think we were talking about like taylor swift and mm -hmm. i was like and she was like oh like like phoebe bridgers is kind of in the same vein and i was like oh no no as no. taylor swift she is opening Phoebe Bridgers is opening for I Taylor know. Swift. I mean, I love Taylor Swift, tour. obviously. I'm a white woman. I love Taylor <laughs> they, Swift. They seem like pretty I mean, different artists to me, although I don't have I a mean, lot of Taylor Swift knowledge. Not really. I think... <laughs> I... I forgot where I was going with this, but I was like... She was like, oh, she's too boring. Like, like she's like everything, it's like it's boring. And I, she has like a boring voice. But I, I don't... I wouldn't say she has a boring voice. We're just like her lyrics are hey, boring. Yeah, I don't She's think her. Bo Burnham. Oh, hey, don't Bo, even. Burnham, Bo, Burnham Bo Burnham needs to get is out the of there. woman's like peak male. He, like Lana Del Rey posted a picture with him, and I'm like, oh my god, that's not him. That's not him. It's not him. Okay, I'm was, almost. I'm like. There's 100%. a video. She like released a new like. What is it like a vignette? A little bit like it's like a little like video for her music. I, she just I came out with a new single. She came out with a new single. But I think that was the yeah. music video. Yeah. And there's a guy that looks like Bo Burnham. I don't think it was Bo Burnham. And I was like, it's Bo Burnham. He's I'm assuming there. you're a big Bo Lana fan. Why is he like home wrecking? I'm assuming you're a big Lana fan, Abby. Of course. Very. Oh, I'm yeah. very excited for the new album. Yeah, I haven't really so, got, got I mean, into that much, but the new singles are actually pretty, pretty solid. So I'll probably yeah. be joining you with that. Okay, and it comes out around the same time oh, as the Boy yeah, Genius yeah. album. Doesn't it? We might be doing another one of these pretty soon. Yeah, you gotta do for the new. You should do a boy genius. You should and do Lana Norman. Can I swear on here? Yeah. You yeah. Do Norman fucking Rockwell. At yeah. Least that's. I don't know if I want to put Riley through that. I don't think he would like that. It's NFR. such a good album. And I, I mean, I like it. I love Venice Bitch, but I don't yeah. know if Riley would really be into it. I don't know. I'll do it. It's just I don't know if I'm much to say. It, I'm. It's just not even about. I don't like it. It's we just yeah. Do it together. We usually stick to the. I give Riley like a, a rap album, and he gives me a garage rock album. That's kind of a good formula. Yeah. Well, because that's what we're familiar with. That's kind of what we know. Episodes like this steps out of our comfort zones. And listen, I don't bit, hate yeah. Bridgers. I just like. I just, she makes me really sad. I mean, she, like, yeah. I get I mean, that that's too. kind of job. I get that it's like really sad, but I it is love sad music. Like I think <laughs> I only listen like this. I don't get 
it doesn't the only song that like makes me really sad that I like don't really like to like listen to that much is like you missed my heart that's a really sad song yeah and I think that that's one of the saddest, I mean not objectively the saddest all of these songs are very sad I this is one album that I can go through each song and like talk about I think personally, if um, if if we're talking about the like one song that I would turn on that I think is genuinely sad, other than "You Miss My Heart," I agree with that. One for me personally would just be "Funeral," which is also one of my favorite songs. But it's like it's just extremely somber. But just the way I, think, I don't know something about that one. That's that's one of my favorites. It's such a. I think that was one of the first. So I have been a Phoebe Bridgers fan for a very long time. Okay. I remember when this, I was in high I think I was in like oh, 2017. Yeah, 2017, right? yeah. Sophomore year, I remember this coming out. And I remember like the single, I think the singles were Motion Sickness and then Funeral. And I remember being like, my like brain was rewired. But yeah, I mean, do we want to talk about like our favorite Tracks. I got. I got to. I got to break it down. Yeah. yeah let's let's hear let's hear Riley's thoughts on this. He's been pretty quiet. Cause I am. This is his first I'm, time listening I'm, to this album all the way. I know. Through. So you guys, you guys need to listen. You know. I, I, okay. So I guess I'll, I'm gonna go down the track. I feel like this is an important. My thought process was very important for this album. I think. Yeah. Or, yeah. We can go track by. I have notes for every single track. Phoebe Bridgers fandom. Okay. Yeah. So. I would say that I am now a Phoebe Bridgers fan. I, I do like her music. Okay. I respect her as a songwriter. I like I like the sound. Very pleasing to hear. Okay. Smoke signals, great start. I loved it. it may, I mean, that's one of the more popular songs. Fantastic song. I think Abby's played that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh motion sickness. I love the hook of that. It's playing in my head now. Just that her melody, the you know, I get whatever emotional motion sickness or whatever. Great songwriting. Yeah, it's it's great. And then, and then there's like, is that the album where she talks about the guy, like that one guy she dated? Ryan Adams. Yeah, yeah. she's like, yeah. She dated this old ass dude. Super old guy. Yes, yeah. yeah, old fucking what guy. Is, what? Like he's him. in like a band. I don't. He's know. in a band. Yeah, he's in a band that was, I think, pretty big in the early two thousands, hey, which is when he was Phoebe Bridgers' age. Sounded like, it sounded like he he hurt her pretty bad because yeah, all these songs. He, he took her to court. Well, so what? So what the story so is, true, from yeah. what I remember, um, is that he kind of has a history of doing this to yeah. young female musicians. And oh, so he's a fucking dickhead. Fuck. That I guy. think so. So obviously, whoever he is, for whatever label he's on or whatever job he's had, is that he has a lot of pull. I think in the music industry, and uh, I'm pretty sure that she signed to the label that he worked at, or something like that, or was signed to, and that's kind of how he got to her but it sounds like it was a pretty abusive relationship and a pretty predatory kind of yeah and he yeah and she well and i the way i found that like i think when i got to scott street Mm -hmm. a line of like he's like oh she was like oh your your sister graduated college and then she's like she's like oh it made me feel old and then you said imagine how i feel and it was like literally like the fifth time yeah five songs that she's like mentioned this old she's fucking like guy. also very young here i think she's like very young yeah well now she's like 28 or she's 27 so and at the time you know she, she was, was like probably like but when she wrote these songs she was like probably, probably 20 or 21 yeah so i mean yeah it's right in the first lyric of motion sickness she says i hate you for what you did and i miss you like a little kid which is like i said great oh. songwriting 
because it's you know saying how obviously she hates him but you know yeah. you know it's like oh. funny she did her and billy eilish performed together and they sang that song together and billy eilish is dating that guy groomed. from the neighborhood yeah jesse what? okay something Devin Carlson. i didn't know that <laughs> Yeah, Billy Eilish has got like groomed by that guy or some shit. I don't know. I think that's the music industry is kind of crazy, man. Yeah, I know. So, oh, I mean, I I would say arguably Billy Eilish is a little more influential than the guy from the neighborhood right now. I mean, I like the neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know the guy from the neighborhood's name. I know Billy. I don't know. I know that he was Devin Lee Carlson's ex boyfriend. I don't really remember his name though. I I, I I think I know one song by the neighborhood. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, she's like I just I know I the sweater songs. I love Billy Eilish's interview where she's like, I hate all these girls and they get with ugly ass men. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't care for Billy Eilish when being honest. I've never really listened. I, I actually have a lot of friends who have similar music tastes to me that that quite like her, but I've never just never got into her. Yeah. One of my friends was like, I remember like in early high school, she was like showing me Billy Eilish before she like. I like, really blew up and I was like, it's kind of cool. Like this, and I still don't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Anyways, back to Riley's analysis. We kind of okay. we're talking about Billie Eilish. Okay, it's so fine. I I okay, so I guess like going down. I liked funeral. Is sad. I didn't save it because it was so sad. So I guess it that's is thing for songwriting. I really like the lyrics in that song. I feel like it's one thing about that song that I love is how like how maturely she kind of handles that song and tells the story. Yeah, I was because like, like Abby said, she was very young at the time that this all yeah. happened. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. and I think I think I've like listened to like some of her recent songs, and her songwriting is kind of different. Like I would say, would you say? Because I feel like a lot of these songs are so like almost like she took a lot of time with a lot of the lyrics mm-hmm. and what the themes were. Yeah. So like, or like her new songs may seem like a little more broad or a little bit more like influenced by like her popularity. And, but songs, yeah. like, songs like Funeral These, are like those. Stand um, that she deleted the demos off of, I think, Bandcamp now. So you can't really listen to them. You have to like scour SoundCloud. Mm. He'll, Rosario will find it on Reddit. I'm sure. No, yeah, that's, yeah. I, that's what I do because yeah. I kind of like the demos better are than they raw i mean they're not super raw but she kind of i feel like she really has like a vo- like a folk voice like she doesn't i don't really oh, she had that one song that came out the sidelines mm. that was that came out like a little while it was for like it was for that one show that came out I didn't really like it. it. I didn't really care for it that much. Well, I'll, I'll say one thing about Punisher, and I spent significantly less yeah. time with Punisher, um, but it is a little more kind of pop pop star-like. I mean, it's still Phoebe Bridgers, but I, I think I prefer Stranger in the Alps because it's a little yeah. just more a little more folky. Yeah, and I think she needs to strip it back. Like, I... I've been yeah, I mean, I, I it's sad to see kind of like a... Like, I don't know. Like, I, I always, like... I like when artists go out of their comfort zone and try different things, but I hate to see yeah. when someone like kind of blows up with, with one kind of more stripped back, more folky sound, and then they transition into a more mainstream sound. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I would let, I mean, I just hope she would follow, I guess, follow her heart and just do whatever artistically kind of works for her. Her, I mean, her voice has matured a little m- more. You can tell cause she got older, but like she just, she just doesn't have a voice for like a lot of production. I feel like I think she 
she's like a like a folk singer almost like right i think she should embrace that yeah the less you do to her voice the better it sounds like she just she sounds the Mm. best when she's just doing like finger picking and like singing and like a computer and and i think that's why like i like this stuff like i mean i didn't i anything other than this i like i don't know if i've been super fond on like i feel like it's kind of out there and like i because yeah. i think i like this i like her guitar playing on this a lot and i think that we'll get to the one song with connor oberst on there and i like yeah. how mm. guitar. Yeah, i, I recommended guitar. rosario his first album or his what Which is one the, the the first one you know how he has the two albums how it's like believer and or something like that um the one not the one that just came out the one no 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 it. no I know what you're talking about. It's his mother. Are you talking about the Bright Eyes album or one of his solo no. of different his projects? Solo his solo albums or the Bright Eyes albums. Okay. He's got a lot I, of solo. I love I'm Wide Awake. He's the first one that has like, yeah, he's the lead singer of Bright Shut Eyes. Shut the fuck up. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Bro, what? You guys got to no. do a Bright Eyes album. I I. I Right I now. have it. I have. I have. I guess a spoiler. I, I have, have a list of albums that I'm going to give Bright Riley, and I'm Wide Awake. It's Morning is on there. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. Not have you heard that album, Riley? You would love that album. You've never listened. Yeah, you would. I'm like out of I last year I went through like a phase where I like exclusively listened to Connor Oberst. I'll 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 I'll, I'll Abby I'll give it to him eventually. Don't no, worry. No, you gotta gotta listen to that. You would love. Okay. Well, anyways, now you know that he's the lead singer of. Okay, I didn't know that. Right? You so didn't I, know. I feel no, like you, this feel should like, have come up in conversation. No, because I think I think he got separated from Bright Eyes way before I because like, he, he got the, us, yeah. I I found out about Connor Oberst through like discussions about Phoebe, and I was like, I don't yeah. know, I don't even. Know okay. Well, I think it's like crazy. Connor Oberst is like very like influential in like. Right, I mean, he's considered like a legend in this kind of subgenre. Yeah, this is his, her do her debut album, and she has Connor Oberst on. And then they form. I, I, I didn't. I didn't like him on this album. Can I? Really? I don't like his voice. What they did do it. I love his voice. that middle. Then you would not like the Better Oblivion Community Center, which is their. You know they have a collab album, right? Have, no, yeah, that's, that. it's such a good album. I forgot to talk it's, about it's that good. one. That's such a. Dylan Thomas is such a good Who song. Are these people uh, <laughs> okay? Let's 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 refocus, okay? Okay, let's so let's get done with this album. We can leave leave this discussion of what I should listen to. Yeah, we've we've break. we've yeah. we've barely we've barely touched on, okay. on this. So on let's this get record. through. Let's get through the album. Okay. <laughs> so my favorite song was Killer. I really like okay. Killer. I feel like her like thought process about like. I mean, she's like, just the lyrics were so cool and different from the other songs before yeah. it, where it was more like, it was more like when she was like really, I don't know how, how you describe it, but she's very like, um, like almost like, it was more like angry, would you say? She's yeah. like obsessed with, with death. It's super yeah. dark. It was very like angry. Yeah, she talks about Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so she said in an interview that the album, like they asked her, what is the album about? And she said... The album is about the obsession of how someone can kill somebody else. What the fuck? Which is kind of a weird thing to be obsessed with, but that's yeah. But what look she was at thinking it, about. have you seen Her Phoebe album? Bridger? She yeah. looks like someone that would be obsessed with serial killer. She's so like, I don't know, like very like interesting. She's a she is interesting. She's goofy. <laughs> She's no. like, I, like I said earlier, man, you gotta you gotta be interesting. You gotta be to a personality if you want to be in full. You know, I love. But she seems really cool. Like anything, she's just like a rock star. I don't care if she cheated on Paul Mescal or something. Oh, yeah, that's I still, fucked up. With Bo Burnham and Maddie Healy, who cares? She's a rock star. A lot of drama. See, I don't know anything about that. I just know about the music. 
Okay. Uh, I, I, Georgia was good. I really like Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. I saved, I saved three songs from this album, not because I didn't like it, all the other songs, but because the, they were the only songs that I probably listened to again, which was Killer, Chelsea, and You Missed My Heart. And I'd listen to those songs like, okay. On it, like on a playlist or something. But yeah, uh, other, those songs were like super. Like, I don't know. I liked Would You Rather too from like the Chelsea to You Missed My Heart. I remember being like, well, these three songs are great. And I liked how long You Missed My Heart was because it led yeah. it into like, like, I don't know if the Smoke Signals reprise was like, is supposed to be like a song or like a lead on part. I don't know. I didn't listen to the deluxe of this album when I was doing. Uh, I believe it's just instrumental. It is just an instrumental. Yeah, so I like, think it's just to be like I a think mere. That right. ending of "You Missed My Heart" could go really good into "Smoke Signals," so I kind of. That's kind of the idea, probably, of what you right was like, was a loop, like a like a loop. Because it almost feels like "You Missed My Heart" is like two songs because it has that beginning part where all the lyrics and heavy like right. subject is, and then like it's that second part like leads really good into "Smoke Signals." So, I like finished this album. And I was like, whoa. That's cool. This is a cool album. It is a cool album. Yeah, those those three songs you just most recently mentioned, which are the last three tracks mm -hmm. on the list, I I think all all three of those are really interesting and good songs to kind of pick up on. Yeah. I had kind of the opposite experience when I first listened to it, where the first three tracks I thought were stellar, and I kind of maybe fell off like as I listened to the album. But as I've listened to it many I, times, I think. I think once my like I've heard smoke signals and motion sickness so much that I was like, well, me too. When I got past those, I was like, I was kind of like, oh fuck, this is what it's all gonna be like. Like it's all gonna be like, I get emotional motion sickness, and I'm like, fuck, I I, I get it. Like you're sad. Like I get it. And no, then, it gets super dark. I mean, it gets really dark. I love Killer. Yeah. Like I think Killer was my favorite favorite song by far. And yeah. then you missed my heart. And that's like those two stand way above the other songs on the album. Yeah, so Chelsea in itself is super dark. I don't know if you know the, the story of no. that song or not, or if you want to get schooled on it. But um, yeah. it, it's, it refers to the the murder of uh, Nancy Spungen, who was allegedly killed by her boyfriend, Sid Vicious, of the Sex Pistols. Do you know yeah. that story or or what? So, I mean, I don't. I don't like. I'd never liked Sid Vicious. He killed someone. So he he definitely did kill someone at the Chelsea oh, Hotel wow. in the seventies. I, I believe. Well, well, he was horrible. Um, yeah. So I, I think the song kind of. I think it either obviously it could be either like telling the story from Nancy's perspective or a different interpretation, which is what I found. And I only kind of thought of this in my most recent listen of the album before the podcast mm -hmm. was that she's kind of comparing herself to Nancy, I think, and saying how she's like hypothetically staying at the Chelsea hotel with her partner at the time, who is that whatever guy we were talking about earlier, the, the older dude. And he's like killing her metaphorically. Yeah. Metaphorically, yeah. I guess. Okay. I mean, taking, she, he's like she's taking like, away her. Innocence, I think she was like, like literally 19 when exactly. Yeah. It's, it's on. yet another instance of in this album of like Phoebe, she draws a lot of connections between like murder and death yeah. and it's comparison to like relationships and like the cycle of relationships. And yeah, this is probably the most direct comparison because it's obviously referring to the story of a boyfriend who, Got really high and killed his girlfriend. So horrible guy, mid ass. Yeah, guy. definitely. I read all about him for the podcast. He was definitely a horrible guy. And then that goes into "Would You Rather," which, like I said, includes Conor mm -hmm. O'Barris and 
I'm a big fan of his work with Bright Eyes, and uh, they're frequent collaborators. Obviously, I so stupid, dude. I like. Dude, I it's okay, man. It's a like classic, classic mix-up. Well, you don't. I don't listen to this you stuff, don't man. Listen to I like Bright literally Eyes. don't. I. Don't. I guess I gotta play more Bright Eyes. I used. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Bright Eyes. Don't. Uh, here. Don't spoil too much of the uh, I'm wide awake it's morning. I'm gonna give it to him. So he's so he's now gonna give me all of this folk, folky music. You can't, dude. I love folk music, man. I love folk music. We, we've yeah. never like we've only done like a couple of folk albums. Well, we've know. done we've done two Neutral Milk Hotel albums, and but that's that's kind of that's, garagey. Kind do of they have a new album out? No, it was, or a, was deluxe's a deluxe. They haven't been together since like oh, oh you're talking about like on streaming services. Really? They yeah. Something just came out on streaming services. Yes. That everything is EP. That's yeah, been that's been out, awesome. but it got re-released on Spotify. Yeah, uh, we're we're big. And our last episode was all about like how Rosario had to go on to like Reddit and download some sketchy link and stuff. Yeah, I just I I just did another one too. Oh, I I was talking to you about it last week. It, yeah, well, did you do it? I yeah, I did. We talked about this it album out, and we could talk about that if you want. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. uh, go into the last track with "You Miss My Heart." Um, yeah. you could probably do a whole analysis just oh, on this song alone. It's very sad, and I think, but I think touching. I think this song was more touching to me lyrically because it was very like I I had pity, you know, almost in, when I listened to this song, and I was yeah. very like I, I don't know why I related to it so much. I just it's a I don't know it's a perf. I mean, it fits in perfectly with the album. So this is a cover, if you didn't know, by the way. Oh, I didn't. It's know. originally it's originally by uh, Mark Kozalek, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Sun Kill Moon or the uh, Red House Painters. Yep. Yeah, it's I know the so. lead singer of that. So it was him and Jimmy Laval had a collab album in 2013, which is where the song's originally from. And so this is like a perfect lower. I, I think she like, and so she slowed it down a lot. Also, the original song was a little more, had a little higher tempo. So my, I think her picking the song and slowing it down is like a perfect way to end the album. Like, she definitely knew what she was doing, and she picked a perfect song to close the album yeah. with. And it's just so. Is this original song like faster? It's a faster, yeah, it's faster. Um, it's still kind of okay because I might, I might save it and listen to it eventually. It's I still really kind like... of a, like an acoustic, you know. It's still a folk song, but it definitely. I think there's there's a little more drums in it, and it's a little higher tempo. Yeah, she slowed it down and made it more emotional. I think. Who's it? It's Kozalek, Mark Kozalek. Yeah, Kozalek. Yeah, Kozalek and Jimmy Laval. They have mm. they had a collab album. Kozalek's an interesting character, man. I could talk about him for a while too. But... Dude, you gonna. We need to have a folk album week. We're, yeah, we dude. Have you ever listened to any Sun Kill Moon? Uh, no. I think I've listened dude. to it a little bit. Well, who's the album called Angie from 2014? Um, it's so the microphones guy isn't the same guy. No, right? no, 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 no. That's no, Phil. That's Phil. Uh, Phil Alvarum. That's, that's the Mount one I Eerie. showed. Yeah, the one album. Mount I did you a crow looked at me. Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to that, Rosario? No, no, but we've talked about that's it. A, a, that a, is, I. I've heard it's like pretty much the saddest album anyone's it's ever the heard. Saddest. It's, I've cried like. I remember crazy. when I first found it. I was like, I just like put it on, and I was. It was I. I don't like. I love sad music, but that's just too much. No, I that so that's a thing it's for me. I have actual loss, like it's, it's like, about his wife dying. I know. Yeah, I've kind of avoided it because crazy. I'm like a little afraid. Like I, I want to wait. Like I don't know. I just it's not, like, when the time is it's right. Extremely heavy. Like I, I'll give. It I've kind of just want to be in the right headspace for that one. So okay. Yeah, yeah. don't do it. You're like what's stuck his in face? Snowy land, what's dude. his face? Yeah. Does a review of it. That guy. What's his name? Fantana. Fantana. Melon. <laughs> Yeah. I, I like Fantano. I like Fantano as well. Abby's 
No, I don't. I mean, I don't always agree with his opinions, but I, I think the way he speaks his mind, and I think he definitely has a lot of music knowledge, and he, I also envy, like, just how much music he listens to. Like, that guy knows just everything. Yeah, so we've we kind of talked about how, like, he may not have views that are, are like, 100% like makes sense. yeah like I don't agree with him all but the time he allows people to like talk about music in a way that they want to without being rude yeah totally. I like his interview with um Lucy Dacus it's funny or he called uh, his review he calls her like cerebral and she has a song where she says why why did you call me cerebral when you could have just called me pretty and he calls her cerebral by accident <laughs> well she is cer- Okay, she mind. is cerebral, I guess. I don't know. She okay. is uh one of the members of Boy Genius, correct? Yes. Oh shut the fuck. Okay, we gotta get to we gotta get done with the album. We need to finish. Yeah, I we kind of we're going we got so much to talk about. I love what? it, but yeah, okay. So my top three songs, You Miss My Heart, Chelsea, and Killer. Or Killer, right. You Miss My Heart, and Chelsea. I kinda just broke those broke those ones those down. And, so and I guess that's and I will listen to more Phoebe Bridgers. I will give God. Did you guys do? I thought you guys did a review on Punisher already. No, no. You got um, Have you heard Punisher? Have you listen to Punisher? Pretty different. Pretty different, but it's, uh, it's different, good. but it's still like. I don't. I don't prefer. I think most people would probably prefer it to Stranger Than the Alps. I don't, but uh, it's still solid. I don't. I don't. I don't know. For me, I really like Chinese Satellite and Kyoto. I, I think it's a little more up. Beat, but it's still like, it's less it's less dark from what i've got yeah, it's about i mean it's a well you know what well, it won it won the grammy which means something yeah. i guess even though i don't really fuck with the grammys it means something i don't really fuck well big thief lost to oh, 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 fucking moon song. wet I have, leg I have did you see too. that wet leg no wet I, don't. Leg? I don't even know what wet leg is punisher on punisher I do. I did save Moon Song, so I do like Moon Song. You like I I see you. I don't know any other songs though. I just I know. I see you. Yeah, I like I I like I see you. Teenage uh, cha, fucking what's it called? Chinese satellite. Chinese satellite. DVD menu. Save your com- I like Friday every song. song. Save your complex. I know the yeah. end. We'll, like we'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. As one of my favorite songs. We'll save that. it. We'll yeah, save you it. can come. You can come back when we talk about that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Brother. Should we? Anyways, yeah, I can. I, I, I mean, I haven't really said my top three. Yeah, I mean, no, I hinted at it. Mine. Yeah, I. So I, I hinted at it. It's actually, it's the first three songs. Pretty okay. basic, yeah. but smoke signals, motion sickness, funeral. I can't, I can't stop listening to those three. They're all just so perfect to me, and they all mean something different. It's, yeah. What are yours? That's a tough one. Um. Hmm. I got to put Scott Street has to be my favorite on the album. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Probably. I just think it's such a, it's such a beautiful song. It makes me so happy. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of good memories attached to smoke signals. When I, the first time I ever met Andrew, my, my friend, Andrew, mm-hmm. he played that song. I was like, we were talking about music and I was like, Oh, I love Phoebe Bridgers. And he played smoke signals and this random girl like sang, and I don't, they, he like sang with this random girl that we like met. It was like the first week of college. And like, That's so cool. I, think I got to put that on there. Cause I just love the memories attached to that song. No, I feel also you on that. Songs and probably would you rather, because I love Phoebe and Connor together. Me too. 
But I mean, I mean, I also really like Demi Moore, but you know, I gotta. Yeah, well, you can't you can't save them all, right? That's what they yep. say. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I guess final thoughts of this album. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers creeps me out now because of she's a creepy girl, she's and that's what weird. I like about she's her. She's a strange weird. girl. Which is, I, I mean, and weird in a way of her. eccentricism. I mean, calling her weird in a way of like admiration, being like, okay, yeah, she makes this awesome music. But she's a weird person like she has her she's things. so funny live like we saw her i saw her live and it was like she was just she's like awkward and like kind of weird she seems she's, like, she seems like she got bullied in school yeah well you've ever seen pictures of her in high school she's like no she's kind of a freak like she isn't she kind of is a freak yeah i don't know i like i just love her well she's a, still a freak but she, now she's cool because she has like a folk band and <laughs> she's like an artist yeah. So hey, you know she used her awkwardness to make beautiful music that is interesting and weird, yeah. but also I mean, beautifully written. Everyone around her too. I like. Yeah. So I guess like we can transition yeah. that into uh, our like topic away from the album, which could be Boy Genius. Like, tell yeah. us about Boy Genius. We're both not. Um. So fans. we are one hundred percent going to Ohio to see them because I absolutely have to be, have to because she didn't i'm not gonna it. i'm not gonna third wheel on your guys this is day to ohio man you guys go have fun <laughs> help i don't i don't you know should, what you I'm can doing. come take pictures of claro for me man no Rosario, you gotta come dude all right so fun. you gotta come hey, I take it, i'm gonna let you we're yeah oh. you take your roommate you bring your roommate with us all right yeah we gotta go. So yeah you're in if we're buying tickets you're in i'm gonna let okay, you let me know okay let me know if you buy tickets yeah for sure. Yeah. But they're coming. And so it's Phoebe. Who else? Who are the other two girls? Lucy. Lucy and God, I always forget her name. I don't really. Don't look at me, man. I don't. You're just like Riley. Don't know. I name. always forget her name, but she's she's really good. I don't know anything about the other two women I'm in this band. You would love Lucy. You would love Lucy. It's Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, Julian and Baker. Lucy, Lucy Dacus. 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 I see. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, um, I've seen Phoebe live, and I've also seen Lucy live. Um, dang, yeah. So I listened to their EP that they have out right now, and it was pretty dang good. Um, definitely seems like something that I'd be into. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely down to see them live, and I'll probably melt when I see Claro. But you like Claro, Abby? I love Claro. Yeah, okay. no, I'm. I'm I've just always loved Claro. Claro. I, remember, yeah. I remember when that YouTube, the the like Hot Cheetos YouTube video. I was like, oh, what is this? I don't. Yeah, no, I have. I haven't been in. I've. I've been listening to her a lot. Really anti Claro in high school for some reason because I was like, oh, she's an industry. I've been listening to her for like probably a little over a year now. It was like it was like last winter that I found her and like. Yeah, I. I'm obsessed with her music. Yeah, her. well, we, me and Rosario have some great memories to listening to, to Claro because we we listen to Claro all the time. Our, I always put it on. Yeah, we listen to our friend Will. when we drove home from Ohio in the summer, man. Yeah. We listened to like Peach Pit, Jack Johnson, and like we listened to like this, this is Claro on Spotify. Like, I think we just like listened to that entire playlist. Her whole discography we listened to. On the <laughs> yeah. point. I mean, it's short. It's a small discography, to be fair. Yeah, we were just like we were full of like we got famous Dave's like barbecue. Yeah, Dude. is there a festival in Ohio that? No, it's a concert. Playing? It's a concert. Yeah. And is she opening? She's o- Claire's opening. Oh, then we gotta show. go. Yeah, it's a- there's yeah, no- it's okay. Do you know? Do you know who- like, I'm going. Are you familiar with Dijon at all? Um, I he's, 
Not, I compare him to uh, – he sounds just like Frank Ocean to me. Yeah, so. my I haven't – my friend was playing him in the car the other day when we went to Belle Isle, and I was and it was, I, I, I really loved. I haven't like listened since, but I really liked. I can't remember the name of his album. Oh, um, he has an album out. It's called Absolutely. It's his only album. It came out a couple years ago. It's like really solid. So he's he's gonna be there, and Claro, and then obviously Boy Genius. Yeah. I think I'm gonna be in uh, the merch line for Boy Genius to set. If I'm being honest. You're gonna be in the I, Yeah, that's what I'm just gonna do. I got it. That's what I gotta yeah, do. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm all going. I'm all in for Clara. When like, I saw, me too. I'm all in for Clara. No disrespect to Boy Genius. Yeah, no, I gotta but, tell the story of when I saw oh. Phoebe. I went. I went with my friend Val and her like roommates, and we show up and we're like looking at the. It was outside. It was at um, Aretha Franklin Arena. Okay. And. I was it like the all day it was like saying that there's gonna be like crazy thunderstorms and like everything's gonna like be awful but we get there and it's like not raining yet but then once we kind of sit down it starts like torrential downpour like I've never seen it rain so much in my entire life and wow the arena started to flood and a ton of people left and the set was delayed like uh, I think Muna opened. I remember we got there a little late because we couldn't find parking and Muna played and then Phoebe didn't come out for like another like I think it was like three hours or something crazy. And you stayed. I oh I stayed. Oh, and awesome. I know this is a little fucked up and people are probably gonna get mad at me for doing this, but I me and my friend Val didn't have very good seats. But we moved to the front because everyone left. Yeah, I mean, if the people if the Everyone people with those seats left, front row yeah. seats to Phoebe Bridgers, and you left, I'm taking. Yeah, you. no, that's on them. I, I don't think that's morally incorrect. No, so, and then someone proposed during uh-huh. it was like Moon Song, and I was like, it's not like weird. And then she made a comment. And she was like, "What?" Like she was kind of like confused, which I thought. Of was course, she would do song. that. It was probably their song, you know. Well, or what? Yeah. Some people. No, it was Savior like... Complex, which is a Some song about. Oh, like, that's kind of like anti. Yeah, I know. It's about like, alcoholism. yeah. Um, that's what. Remember, she said she was like, "Oh, this is a song about alcoholism," but whatever. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, I'm out of that. There's yeah. a video. My friend took a video. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I won't be in the merch line with Riley, but I'll be. I will. Hey, I'll take that for Clara. I, I will go and. Yeah, Riley you. can go stand in line for merch and. Yeah, I, I would rock the Claro T-shirt. Yeah, dude. That's okay. what I'm saying. I, and we, we made this hypo, hypothetical, hypothetical, made hypothetical scenario uh-huh. where Rosario... Are there still tickets left, man? They, they've been on sale for a while. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'll find them. Maybe I'll find them. Well, are you guys like, are you guys like uh, getting a hotel or something or? I don't know. I was talking to my mom and she was like, you guys should get a hotel. But I'm like, uh, it's like not that long on drive. We'll just drive. I just, I mean, I, I'm yeah. fine with the drive. So I drive like nine hours. Like it's nothing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can do it. I'll drive you guys. Yeah. No, I, I think the drive isn't bad. Like I was talking to Abby and I was like, I'd rather drive than pay for a hotel. Than spend the, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay, we get home at like two like... in the morning. That I, that's like, yeah, that's, I mean, it's yeah. fine. I mean, it's the, it's the middle of the summer. It's June 23rd. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. listen, I, I'm not, you know, we, like me and Rosario both like are okay with driving. Like, I yeah, don't we're really, all out of school. 100%. Yeah. Then, okay with yeah. like we can we can yeah. talk uh, you know as soon as this podcast is over we can talk but yeah. i i have some stuff to bring up uh on the topic of music we're listening to instead of concerts we're going to okay go ahead so, yeah. yeah i i um 
if you don't know, this is kind of what we do, you know, when we're done yeah. uh, talking about whatever. But um, I was going to say, I was really sick, and I think you might like it. And I want to show you the cover. It's going to be hard to see, but it's an album by this guy called Mickey Diamond. Can you see that? He parodied oh, it's like mm food. It's like mm food. He parodied the mm food cover. So I gotta listen to this. He had a lot of Doom shoutouts in there. You could tell he's like super inspired oh, by Doom. Yeah, I was gonna say and, I thought uh, that was an MF Doom cover. It's a it's a like parody of it. It's yeah. uh it's like the exact same art style as mm food. So he has a lot of like references to MF Doom, and he also has a lot of references to like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and like uh, Marvel and Pokemon and shit like that. It's like a super nerdy album, which I thought it's it's kind of cool. It's oh, a yeah, really no, short album. Um, what else? What else did I say? I had to talk about. Oh, I I've been listening to like some uh, like classic dream pop stuff, like some essentials that I thought I had to listen to. So I listened to "So Tonight That I Might See" by Mazzy Star because uh, Clara recommended that one to me. So shout out Clara. Um, and then I listened to Heaven or Las Vegas for the first time and uh, lived up to the hype, I'd say. Cool. You should listen to Gemini by Wild Nothing. That's a good okay. one. I'll take your recommendation. That's I've been like really... I listened to that one. That's a good one. I've been like really into that kind of style of music lately. Like that dream pop, shoegaze. Like I listen, I've been listening to that fucking uh, My Bloody Valentine album too. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Wait, dude, My Bloody Valentine? That reminds you of like, yeah. like high school. I miss that stage. In high school, I was listening to only rap. So. Oh, dude. Which is crazy. Like, I feel like middle school, you're listening to, like, a lot of the same music. And then- well, middle school, I listened to – you know what I kind of did? I'd say in middle school, I listened to only one genre of music. And then in, like, ninth and 10th grade and, like, even maybe 11th grade, I listened to only one genre of music. But then, like, the past, like, three or four years, I've been, like, just off the wall. Yeah, cool. you, know, you can't do what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So is that is that it? What you've been listening? Pretty to? much. I I I just wanted to say that I listened to the Massey Star album and the Heaven in Las Vegas, and oh, they so, were both. Yeah. Really no. I I mean I know I know uh, Massey Star from her, and uh, you know I, I don't. I mean, past that though, I'm not. Yeah, it was solid. I re- I really like the Cocteau Twins album, the Heaven in Las Vegas, especially the title track. It's been like stuck in my head for like mm-hmm. days. Cool. And I have no idea what the fuck they're saying either, by the way. But it's still good. Yeah, that's awesome. Literally can't understand a word they're saying. Hey, I mean, that's some of the best. Music. Sometimes you don't know what they're saying. Yeah. I mean, so between the I don't listen to what they're saying. Between them being Scottish and it being like that, like hazy dream pop, like I literally could not tell you a single word they're saying except for the chorus where they go "Heaven or Las Vegas." That's been stuck in my head for a long time. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess music music that I've been listening to is like a lot of like. I went back and listened to a lot of uh, like rock stuff, uh, like Hendrix, um, kind of That's like cool. Yeah, I mean, we did Cream last week, and I've been listening to so much Cream recently. Uh, just a lot of like guitar to like get better at playing guitar, like listening to. That's sweet. I mean, but I kind of went back to the you know my old reliable Black Keys. Yeah. Um, to like live they have they had a bunch of live music that came out recently so i was listening to that i really listened to the fuck out of neutral milk hotel all of those songs the ep that we did last week i listened to that it's addictive man. Uh, and then i also i really listened to on avery island again because we made all those connections and i went back and kind of like yeah uh, uh did that um uh, i really uh other than that though has been just 
I guess like random stuff. I actually been listening to a lot of uh I listened to Damn by Kendrick Lamar again because I wanted to revisit it and I was like, oh wow, I forgot how I love Damn. Do you think do you think uh the new album is better than Damn or what? It's different. I I couldn't say. I feel like I feel like Mr. Morale is a good mix between Damn and like a Kid Mad City. Like it, it it's like yeah, it kind of it, it tips it dips dips its foot into yeah. a lot of different. And things, I guess. but I love Dan because I love the bars on Dan. Like we, we I love Dan. Under we we undervalued his bars on that album. I think Dan is kind of overhated to me. I think in the For Kendrick no fandom, like Dan is super disrespected. Oh, I know. And I, I think it's just favorite. because you're coming off of Tampa Butterfly, and obviously Dan is not as. And I think okay, this is a this is a hot take for me, but Tampa Butterfly is not as good as. Yeah, I think it's like a top. I think it's fifth best album. Yeah, that is, is a hot take. A lot of people. I, I see where you're coming best from. Best album, but I just like I'm a I'm a huge Kendrick fan. I prefer. I, I mean, yeah, people aren't gonna good. like this, but I prefer Good Kid, Mad City, and Damn to. Pimple me too. Line. Yeah. Me too. And maybe even Mr. Morale now. Yeah, like, I don't know if I could, I don't know about that. I'd have to yeah. really think about. I don't think so, but I don't know. That was a hot day. Yeah. yeah. Um. Other than that, I don't know. I've just kind of been listening to stuff here and there. Stuff she recommends me. Uh, Father John Misty uh, was. Oh really? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did uh, you get that from her? Or? Yeah. And then Kurt Vile. Do you know him? No, I have a hot take about Father John Misty though. I think no. uh, I love you, Honey Bear, is a lot better than pure comedy. So yeah. Oh, you agree? Yeah. Sweet. Oh shit! I thought, I thought that, that might that's gonna that would ruffle some feathers in the Father John Misty community. But he's I, put, or he's gonna be he's supposed to be on the new Lana album. Oh really? I'm that's interested cool. to see what that's gonna be. Oh, yeah. I also, God, I love. Have you heard "I Love You, Honey Bear" yet, Riley? No, I listen to one song. Okay. Uh, we're running out of time. We're, out of time. we're supposed to go to dinner. Okay. Man, I'm sorry to cut you short. Cut it. No, that's fine. Yeah. We gotta we gotta go to the dinner with my yeah. mom and she's like freaking out. She's like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. Do you okay. do you uh, want to give me an album? Yeah, I'll give you. I hear a lot of dinging, man. It sounds like you yeah, it's run. my it's my it's my text. I'm it's my I'm getting blown up. That's fine. Do you have something for me planned? No, I don't. Uh, okay. Yeah, you give me what. This is always hard for Riley. I was I was gonna I was gonna give you Friday Night Lights. I want to talk about that. J Cole. Uh, oh, you mean. His it's not on it's not on spotify but i'll send it oh, to you send it to me yeah okay yeah i love that you send me like files now it's not like on spotify dude we gotta dig deep man okay 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 uh i will dig deep then uh let's do um hmm okay let's do let's do actually let's do a pearl jam album oh sick. live on two legs is my <sighs> favorite probably my it's my first cd and live on two legs is a live show that Pearl Jam did in the nineties, and it's it's a great album. So we'll do that, um, and we can we can kind of break down live music and that kind of thing if we want to do that. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, so I guess we can wrap it up. Thanks, Abby, for coming on. Yeah, yeah thank you for coming on. Uh, that was a fun episode. They have to go. So yeah. Um, thank you for watching. Thanks. Yeah, we'll do yeah, a quick everybody. conclusion. Uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll still make the, you know, we'll keep making these, you know, no matter who listens. We love doing this. Me and Rosario, it gives an excuse yeah, to yeah, yeah, music yeah. and talk and all that. So everybody stay happy and healthy out there. And um, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.